0: You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network.
1: Episode 163. I am Sean DeRager, and with me is Stephanie Crawford. Hello. <laughs> you guys aren't gonna you guys aren't gonna trick me into doing any more accents. And uh Brad uh Henderson joins us for joins us uh, again. He's he's here. He's he How you up. do Sean, you do good? <laughs> I do good, you do good. All right, this is the Bad Accent Contest. Screw it, we're not going to talk about horror movies anymore. We're just going to do horrible, bad, offensive accents for the rest of the show. Offensive? Oh, boy, I can't wait to see what you have in store. Just
2: yeah, Sean's going to win. I'm going to call her right now.
1: Yeah, uh, you won already. Okay, whatever. Well, we wanted to get a quick show, and we are, we are hurling it towards, trying to get towards the Vinegar Syndrome podcast episode that I keep talking about. However, I have been dropping the ball because I have been – uh I've been trying to I've been doing this like voice over voice acting thing, trying to get that going and I've been uh it's my fault and I haven't been able to watch as many movies. So for this episode, so next episode that will be vinegar syndrome. I I'm that's gonna happen. So now that now it's gonna be on Stephanie to watch like twelve movies within a week. I I don't know. So no pressure, Stephanie.
2: Thanks no guys. Pressure. It's teamwork no. and I feel it.
1: It'll <laughs> be within the next couple of weeks. Sounds pretty easy. My wife, I mean, my yeah, wife it, it's is asking mobile. me where the dental floss is. It's in the medicine cabinet. I got it. I got it. I got it's in the drawer. I got, I got Above quarters. The toothpaste. I got quarters. The only cash I have is quarters. Noah, Noah lost his uh, Noah lost his first tooth today. Aww. So we're having the. Oh, okay. we gotta talk, Sure. <laughs> Uh, so we're trying to see if we have any cash, but like we're we are cashless. We never ever ever have cash on us. So it's like, oh fuck, <laughs> like get lose the tooth. Hey, I wrote a spec script for the Tooth Fairy. It's the Rock one. Movie. Oh. You know, there's oh, uh, the Rock, and then there's that redneck guy, and then wasn't there some? darkness falls or something doesn't have to do with, that tooth oh spirit? yeah yeah they call for the tooth fairy in that mm-hmm. movie but it's actually doesn't
0: follow too much the tooth fairy mythology
1: okay all right nerd alert all right so <laughs> today I just I just have' seen the movie oh, okay yeah uh so today so in in the interim as we're working towards the vinegar vinegar syndrome podcast I figured let's just do a what's on your doorstep uh episode because Brad watches a billion movies a week. So in order to kind of keep things at bay, I was like, we got to do something. Um, and then I have watched a few things other than the Vinegar Syndrome movies I've been working through. So I decided we would just do that. So welcome to the show, everybody.
0: Hey, thank you. <laughs> I'm happy to be here.
1: So we are, we are going to attempt to do the, uh, the, you know, the round robin style. Uh, for every one movie, Brad will talk about five. So we'll just try that and see uh, See how it goes. I will uh, I will start us off. Does that sound good?
0: Yeah, it sounds fantastic.
1: Amazing. All right. So good. <laughs> so uh all right, so the first thing that I have to talk about is this kind of uh I heard some people talking about it and then when it came out, no one was talking about it, uh but it was cheap, so I grabbed it. Uh Tails wow. from the Hood, Tails from the Hood 2 came out oh, on May
0: 2 birds, one stone.
1: Yes?
2: You doing a back and forth? Point, counterpoint, go.
1: Yeah. Go ahead, We can do a counterpoint. Uh, So anyway, I thought this was a a lot of fun. Um, The... (laughs) (laughs) to Brad. Caveats here. Uh, I thought it was fun. It definitely not as fun as the first one, not as good as the first one. But the stories, there's a couple stories that that I liked in there um but uh but i don't know it kind of uh falls flat near the end i guess there's some chintzy special effects near the end they try to you know but um but but i I, you know whatever brad brad wants to talk about this thing i guess but did you here's what Uh, i here's what i want to ask brad did you think some of the social commentary was a bit on the nose
0: well Here's the thing is I watched both back to back because I haven't really seen um, Tales from the Hood, the first one, in a long, long time. And I may have never seen it in its full entirety. I think it was one of those things where I'd catch on HBO as a kid when it was on. Um, so I kind of knew the stories. I just I, I don't really remember the setup, like them going into the morgue and, and things like that. So um, I really enjoyed the first one. Um, I thought it hit the social commentary pretty hard and pretty heavy. Even in today's day mm-hmm. and age, it was very relevant. Uh, what was happening in the film. Um, I was excited to see the sequel. Cause obviously it's the same, same writer and directors that did it. Um, I felt that this one was a little too overbearing on the political uh, stance. Cause I, I like it to be a little maybe hidden meaning not just right out there like you know black and white hey and it's just it, it feels like it's being shoved in your face yeah yeah a little be, too
1: much a little bit over a little bit overbearing um, i think especially but i'm also the, saying
0: that as a white man yeah so yeah. i also don't want to sound like i'm an asshole i mean i'm <laughs> totally aware of what's going on Um, I'm not blind in that sense, but I just I felt like this one was a little too, like if you want to say on the nose, it hits all the right things of what's happening in the world, but I also feel it kind of just shoves it too far in your face and doesn't try to, I don't know, uh, be witty about everything. It's just kind of right then and there. I thought that the, the, uh, the kind of the date rape, thing was clever yeah and i thought um the the first one um about kind of how white people used uh with like you know selling points and cartoons with you know the black uh you know black people um uh, back you know yeah they stumbled even in the 60s
1: yeah they stole that like, I, museum I
0: found, yeah i found that humorous <laughs> um I really did not like the overall story or the very long one about the politician. (laughs) Um, even though I kind of understood where it was coming from, I thought it was clever, like how he, you know, if things are being taken away from him, they're taken away from, you know, that group or that, how they're taken away from that group of people, they're taken away from him. I thought that was kind of clever, but just the overall story just felt a little too much. Um, and, it looked, uh, being that this was shot digitally, uh, there was a couple elements that I just didn't like the look of the film. I, I like the old, uh, in the nineties, urban cinema had a look to it and it was really awesome because it was just, it wasn't dirty, but it had this, just like this dark look to it. Um, uh, and, like, stuff like Bones. Um, uh, what's that uh, series? There's, like, seven of them. Shit. about to clown? God what? damn it. Killjoy. Oh. Uh, like, the Killjoy films and things like that. I, I felt like those all have this kind of awesome look to it. And this one just didn't hit that. I mean, I, mean, I know why because it's obviously, you know, like 30 years ago or 30 years later, but still I just, I wasn't a fan of the look of the film. Okay. It's fine, though. I mean, it's it's serviceable. It's fun. I, I just wish that they would have done a sequel. They would have maybe had all the, a lot of the actors that are still alive come back Yeah. and just kind of reprise roles. I think that would have been fun, but um, it was just kind of all new people, all new cast, so yeah. it didn't feel like you know, the gang was getting back together. Um, I don't know.
1: It's what, fine. What did you think about uh, Keith David? I liked I liked him. I don't like how. Yeah, he, I, thought I, he don't, was a, I don't like he had the story he, he got story stuck teller. in, I guess.
0: Right. I mean, I think he's good as an actor. I think you give Keith David anything, he's going to rock it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. I think they should have gave it to, is Clarence Brown still alive? I don't know. I don't know. I think he would have been fun to have reprise that role.
1: Yeah. You know. Well, this but is But I also
0: that, thought that overall story like they're just having some guy off the street coming in fucking tell stories to yeah. a fucking robot. <laughs> yeah, no I like that, I that was silly to yeah. me too, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I didn't, I didn't that aspect of it I didn't like. Well, this is available on Blu-ray for pretty cheap, but it's also available on Netflix. so You can take a look at it and let us know if uh what we, you guys think. And uh, definitely I would like to hear someone from other other than us to White dudes discussing this. I would definitely like to hear. Yeah, I mean that's other the other thing about it, is that but, um, I mean
0: it's not for us. In a yeah,
1: way. yeah.
0: So I feel right. bad, you know, talk like criticizing it, but I mean I still yeah, well, I I love the first one. I even yeah. uh, tweeted a picture of uh, 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 what's his name Corbin Corbin Birdson and a picture of Donald Trump side by side because that is fucking Trump, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I felt like this guy that was in this one was Mike Pence.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yep. But, anyways, I, I right. mean,
0: I love that. I love making fun of these, you know, rich white people. But at the same time, it was just—I don't know—it was a little too overbearing for me.
1: Yeah. All right. So. So, what? Uh, do you have uh, one or two more you can talk about, Brad? And then we'll let the, we we'll let Stephanie go.
0: Um. Yeah, I'll talk about one real quick. Uh, I watched the first Purge. Um, that shit's pretty badass. I was uh, I'm a pretty big fan of that one. Um, I really dislike the first uh, the first film. Um, I love Anarchy. Um, I really did not like at all Election Year. So is like one for two, and I was like <laughs> maybe the, the the trailer for this one didn't look good at all. Yeah. Um, but it is so fucking good. And it, uh, the reason why I want to talk about this one because we're talking about Tales from the hood is that I'm watching the first purge and I'm like, Oh shit. It's the first one. Like as soon as the fucking sirens go off, we're going to have this explosive movie. And I'm like, and it starts in no spoilers, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck, I'm a little racist. (laughs) And, and that, I mean that, you know, a a funny way. And I guess you can't really say racist, racist and funny, but, the movie, you'll see what the movie does to you, especially as you know anybody really, um, you know, white or black watching this movie. It pigeonholes you in a way where you're like, oh, shit. Well, I'm thinking this way and I'm really not supposed to. I thought it was perfect. Um, the action's great. Dimitri, who plays the lead, um, he is awesome. Um, the action is really great. Uh, it's very relevant to today. Um, it's a little scary at times because of what society's going through and how things are turning. And um, this is very much thinking of, I mean, especially since we're recording this on what, the 24th, um, with the, you know, even the packages going out today to the Democrats. Um and kind of that anarchy that's trying to be set. The first purge nails it because I mean it's everything from Nazis to you know the black community to banning together to fight against whitey. Um, but the first purge is great, so it's it's back on track. So what the next one, I'm probably going to dislike because that's kind of how this has been going, and I'll like the one after that, I guess. But um, yeah. I, I believe that Sarge from Frank Grillo's character from the second one and then Dimitri from this one need to get together for their own Purge movie. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, badass. dude, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I yeah. was, was going to talk about the first Purge, so I guess I'll just put this you, aside. You, you, we're oh, du- you've, you've seen it? You've seen it, too? Up. Yeah. I thought, uh, too. Yeah, awesome. Oh, okay.
0: It's, it's, so, since you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, we think, like, all this fucking crap's going to go down. <laughs> And it's like no, there's a fucking block party, and you're like, oh shit. Well, I <laughs> see, think that's the- what
2: I expected because, it, like, let's say the person you're just out. a
0: nice person.
2: <laughs> like, what would happen first would be people going after money. There'd be insane white collar crimes, and then things like ATMs getting ripped off and stuff. And murder would eventually happen. But um, I, I, I like that they were like, no, people aren't going to snap immediately into that. And I love the the block party yeah. opening it. Yeah. Like, cause they're monitoring them in the movie to, cause it's just a disgusting social experiment for terrible racist reasons. And they're like, wait, they're parting. They're just parting, And I, I love that reaction.
1: Right. I, I like that. Yeah. They, they almost have to kind of force the violence in a way. Mm-hmm. And and I, I like that aspect of it, that this isn't just that with the, what we know the purge has become, it all started with kind of a manipulated system. It definitely was a manipulated uh, little test. And then the it system kind of is
2: always around. manipulated, Sean. Oh,
1: I know it is. I definitely <laughs> fucking know it is. But no, I, I like this. I like I liked the Purge series. I even liked the first one. Um, but I, I really, I mean I need to watch the series. Is the series out yet? I was told I should be checking it out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's airing, airing right, now. right now. Okay. So I need to watch that. Yeah. But I like, I like the idea. I feel like there hasn't been one movie that's nailed like kind of been like a complete package for me i have like bits and pieces of each film that i like certain things that they bring to the table but not one of these movies has been like completely satisfying to me with the exception of i think the second one Okay. Um, Yeah, Anarchy I love. Anarchy is awesome. The first one, uh, Election (laughs) Year is
2: okay. And this one I thought was okay. Yeah, I thought it presented a lot more interesting ideas than it really followed through.
1: Mm, Because it's
2: a brilliant idea to show how it started and connect it with all the social unrest. I just feel like they set up those great ideas and then it just fell into a standard run around and try not to get killed movie.
1: Right. Yeah. Awesome. Brad, do you have anything else or should we let – Do you want, uh, uh, you want to – Steph, Steph, Steph can, can go. Steph, Steph can go.
2: Okay. I saw extremity. Oh. I'm exsuming. <laughs> no, I'm assuming <laughs> that it's pronounced extremity like the actual word, and it's not. they're not trying to make it spell like extremity.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> then the I'd ballsy, have to
2: quit. Right?
0: Extreme. What? that's the that's the ballsy's new movie
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> extremity
0: no i haven't watched the i mean i've heard good things but i i i feel like oh, you go ahead go ahead.
2: <laughs> go ahead so yeah i feel bad that um i pretty much only watch horror movies during october totally different from the rest of the year <laughs> and It's mostly been favorites and older ones. So I wanted to watch a few newer ones and this one, it's based on those super extreme haunted house houses where you have to like sign a waiver and they they're allowed to like touch you and mess with you. And I, I just watched that uh, documentary on Netflix haunters, which is about that. So it was interesting to see that documentary before I saw that. So this woman who was terribly abused by her father signs up for it. And her life is kind of falling apart. Um, It's not going well with her girlfriend because the issues are coming back. So she's like, you know what, this will kind of be an extreme way to like face everything and get it out. Cause she's pretty desperate. She's already seeing a therapist. She's already on medication and nothing is working. So she signs up and I'm, I'm, it kind of looks like a hostile movie at first. I'm like, oh, okay. But then there are these like Japanese reporters um, like trying to interview her and the one other guy who signed up to do it. And I thought that was really unusual and not to give too much away, but as the movie goes on, they deconstruct everything behind the scenes and the people who are making the haunted house And I I thought it was just gonna be shrouded in mystery the entire time, but instead it's just about how humans don't know anything. And the second we try to be like, oh yeah, this will be a great experience. We can heal you. This will be good for you. We can fuck each other up even more. So it, it was an experience. I really thought it was unpredictable. The performances were wonderful. Um, the lead actress—I'm not familiar with her, but her name's uh, Dana Christina—and she goes through the ringer in this movie, emotionally, physically. Like this is not a haunted house I would ever want to go to. Um, so I would—I really wasn't expecting a lot, and it—it's uh, pretty emotionally impactful. It's intense too. It's definitely a horror movie. But I thought um, the emotional ac- aspects weren't ham fisted or anything.
0: Awesome. I, have, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I, 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 think, I, 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 I think his ideas are really you guys good.
2: just make like a cricket noise when that happens?
0: <laughs> uh, well, tweet, the tweet, thing tweet. Is, is that Richard, I think Tweet he Tweet has a lot know. of tweet tweets. <laughs> tweet tweet and chirp ideas. chirp that's what he thinks the grasshoppers <laughs> like as a, as a director he has he has a lot of good ideas but his just movies are so wonky and i i mean i haven't seen this but i'm excited to see it because his last one that i saw was that uh, graduation slasher movie um and then did you see
2: last shift
0: yeah, and I really dislike that movie. Oh, quite I a love bit. Last
2: Shift. So now I don't um, know.
0: And then I, I didn't like Casadega, and I didn't like uh, what's his other one, um, Dread. Uh, I think he has a couple other ones in between those. But I, yeah, I mean, he, I think he's creative. I just, I just don't. I just really want to see him make a good movie. And well, I thought this it. was good. This could be it. I'm definitely going to watch it yeah. because I mean, he, I, I'm always looking forward to seeing what he's doing and, you know, he works close with his wife and his wife is always in the, his movies and, um, you know, she's a producer. And so I think that relationship's really great. So I like to watch these two. I, I, I know that he'll make a movie eventually that I, I, I like,
1: I think the yeah, last, this one's shi- last shift was almost, right. like, I, I feel like it was like almost there. You know, so yeah. All
0: right, Sean, what do you
1: got? Uh, next, I want to talk about Superfly. Superfly. That's not a horror Chirp, movie, Chirp, but I wanted Chirp, to talk Chirp. about Superfly, the yeah, remake. I this is a horror. <laughs> yeah, but it's I haven't, right. I haven't I got, been watching much non-comment. lately, so I gotta, I got I got you know. What? Hey, you, 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 you brought up Incredibles too.
0: Yeah, that was not in October.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I watch horror movies all year round. Why does October have to be any different? I actually watched... Weren't we
2: going to do a themed Halloween episode? What happened to that? Yeah, we were going to try to.
1: Like I said, this month has been... I've completely... This month has been crazy. Um, There's reasons for that. There's reasons why I'm trying to find side work. Everybody. I got kids to feed. Things like that. So everyone, get off my back. So anyway, I want to talk about Superfly just really quick. (laughs) So wow. this is a remake of Superfly, <laughs> uh, we actually mentioned the 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 original on our. I think we talked about it on our our black exploitation episode, Brad, back in the day when we first started. Yeah, and I brought it up when it hit Blu-ray too. You brought you've you you. mentioned Superfly as well, but I and so I just wanted to see my reaction to it. And I
0: brought up this this one too.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I had some fun with it. Uh, I had a few issues with it. Maybe it's just because it could be a cultural thing. It could be that I don't understand gangsta culture. But do people just – when you get a bunch of money, do you just stand there and just at a party and just throw money just as a thing to do while you're drinking, just taking the bills and just throwing them on the floor and throwing them at people? Is is that you a do thing? Realize,
0: you do realize these guys like have a lot of money, right? No,
1: I know. I know. But I'm, but is that a thing that people really do? <laughs> That's all If I want you had
0: know. $900 million like this fucking Powerball or whatever this was <laughs> recently, I'm pretty sure you'd throw some Hundies around.
1: All right, um, few uh, a few thoughts. I like that they showed. I like um, how white you are, though. That's I, completely white. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm it a, might be
0: a cultural thing. <laughs> it might uh, be. No. Oh
1: god. I don't. I don't know. Like seriously, the, my. Oh god. I
0: want to talk about
2: tales from the hood too.
1: I know. Super fly. I love movies like Juice and Boys in the Hood and Menace to Society and stuff like that. Like We I, all do, you know. but why
2: do you have to say the titles like that? Like <laughs> you're jutting your know. neck out.
1: Like <laughs> I don't know. I'll stop. <laughs> uh, so super, anyway, Superfly, good God Almighty. I'm just going to edit it. I'm just going to – you know what? I'm going to delete this whole podcast. <laughs> this this podcast never happens.
2: No, make it late night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, no, I had a lot, of, I did have a lot of fun with this. I I loved, uh, that he, uh, he knew like how to fight the fight. The, the action scenes were really great. Um, and, uh, there's, they have a really good, uh, if, if you're a guy and you want to date two women, I guess it's possible. It could, it could happen. It, they're in this mutual, uh, relationship altogether. I thought that was very interesting. Um, yeah. Aww. Anyway. You
2: sweet baby grasshopper.
1: Well, normally it's presented in a way like, oh, yeah, I I have these, you know, I have all these women. But it was like actually like a mutual thing. It was actually I was like, I've never, never seen that in a film before. I don't know. You haven't noticed. There's a really hot shower sex scene. Okay. Uh, Am I really that big of a moron? I almost feel like
2: you shouldn't be allowed to watch that. (laughs) Am I really that
0: big of a moron? A little bit. I'm going to just go ahead and get you out of a hole and just
1: start talking about
0: something else.
1: No, I'm done. That's all I got to say. I, Superfly was a lot of fun. Um, it was a really good remake. That's all, it's, that's, it's all a, I'm saying. It's a really good movie. I agree. Um, so
0: I got around to watching, what's this guy's name? Torin, Torin Langans. Uh, this recently hit Blu-ray. Uh, three dead trick-or-treaters. Um, it's uh, basically this guy who stumbles across these... Uh, tombstone grave sites and he is then visualizes uh the this horror anthology um all set around this town um with between serial killers and demons and everything like that so it's a pretty cool horror anthology um it will probably be on rotation for halloween Um, I I think it's one of those things that it it would get, it's a little jarring because there's no dialogue through the entire movie, but it's a horror anthology that has many different stories, so it's a very ballsy attempt, Um, first off, making a film uh, that's no dialogue, Uh, second, making multiple stories with no dialogue, being able to tie them in together. So um, I thought it was very unique, but I was not prepared. I had no idea that was going to be in the film. But it is out on Blu-ray from uh, Video uh, Video Nama Namacon. It's a little label in Canada. <laughs> That's a good name. Um, uh, they've released a, a couple films. I'll talk about another, but anyways, you should watch it. It's it's pretty good. I I don't know if it will be street streaming around here i I know that it's like canada the canadian rights and the u.s rights are kind of like the same thing with this company so i imagine it will pop up maybe on voodoo but i bought up basically a bunch of films from them was a few things that i wanted um and being shipping is so much that i had i waited until i had like five titles that i wanted to uh pick up and um i picked up one one movie that i well, I haven't seen Three Dead Trick-or-Treaters. The other one I haven't seen was uh, a non-horror film. What? Um, called, called Can I talk Brian. about horror
1: movies in October?
0: Um, so <laughs> I really wanted to watch this because I've heard nothing but great things about it. And I really had no idea what I was in for. So this movie came out in 2000. Um. I if you took Neil Breen, this is more like a Tommy Wiseau movie. But I'm in. If yeah, if you took a a more competent Tommy Wiseau, I think this is probably his like other movie. So I don't know if I
2: want a more competent Tommy Wiseau.
0: Well. (laughs) I will say, while watching the film, when the credits pop up, the director has his name, but he also has a PhD after his name. So right then and there, I knew, I was like, oh shit, this is the type of movie I'm getting into. I was thinking this is just a really funny comedy that's underrated. It is a comedy, but it is about this guy, Ryan, who gets uh, in a situation where he's held at gunpoint and someone steals his car. Uh, But it goes into Ryan's detailed life about how he had just all of these women around him in his relationships. It is the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen um, because it's about somebody who... It feels like it was written by a guy who never was in a relationship. He just based all his thinks his relationships based off movies he watched and like how they go about and how they end. But in movie scenarios that will never, ever happen to anybody. Um, It's completely insane. It's inept. It's doesn't make a fucking lick of sense, but it is awesome. It's so fucking funny. It's really silly and you should watch it. So it, it's it's oddly charming, too, but it's it's uh, it's totally like a Tommy Wiseau, not Neil Breen, because Neil Breen's totally uh-huh. incompetent, but he's amazing because he thinks it's basically Donald Trump making a movie um, because he thinks he's the greatest filmmaker ever, um, the greatest hacker, the greatest, you know, whatever he does. So I, is it it, it mean to him. I'm sure you've seen a Neil Breen film because of Vegas.
2: Oh, I love him.
0: Okay, yeah, I was about to say. So, and I don't think
2: he's ever hurt anyone. So, I'm I'm not a huge fan of your analogy there, but okay. Well, no, 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 I I get your point. I get your point about the ego
0: in every film. Like, just double down. He's like. I'm the greatest computer hacker in the world. <laughs> no one, can, no one can hack computers. Let
2: me like open hackers. my trunk.
0: Yeah, yeah. like it, it's 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 insane. It's it, but Ryan's Bay doesn't like that. It's definitely more Tommy Wiseau, but it is really fucking funny and completely insane.
2: Yeah, that sounds but, exactly up my alley.
0: Yeah, and it's it's, it's really good.
2: Sean, I can tell you're excited.
0: I'm, ec-
1: ecstatic. And, and I'm ecstatic. i love,
0: I love how they did the uh, with the film, too, because even the tagline to the movie is the road movie that doesn't know where it's going.
2: <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> because when the movie's done, you're like, wait, what is the plot of the movie? What is actually happening? It's just a bunch of relationships and some of the worst acting you'll ever see. In your entire life.
2: Oh my god, yeah. I'm seeing that.
0: Yeah. So, Ryan's Babe is the name of the movie. So, yeah. Definitely watch it. Ryan's um, babe? babe? Yeah, Ryan's Babe. Nice. It should just be re- Ryan's Babes. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's... It, I, like there's so Apparently
2: many you can date movie. more than one person at a time. So, hey. You can't
0: super so fly prove that. Women, <laughs> there's so many women in the movie like, and he's just boning everybody. <laughs> it's like, you see this old lady come up in the screen. She's like 70. You're like, oh, new character. No, that's one of Ryan's fucking flings he's going to fuck. <laughs> and it's like, what is happening? Why is he boning everybody? Um, I guess throw another one in there. Since we're, we're talking about craziness. Boning up. Um, uh, 1992's... I, I've actually never got to see this, so I was excited to see this. Uh... Uh, Agfa's Bleeding Skull release of Ninja Zombie, um, absolutely insane. Again, uh, filmed on Super 8 with a bunch of friends. Uh, guy dies, comes back as a zombie to help his friend. Um, obviously, there's very little known martial arts in the film that the people are doing, but um, it's it, I, there's about these films. There's not too much to the plot, but the point is, is that it feels like I always say this, that friends are making movies in your backyard and you're watching it. And that's kind of what this feels like. What really works for this is that there is a um, uh, interview with um, John Hill, I think his name. Let me look. John Hill. Yeah. John Hill, who played the zombie. Um, There's a new interview with him. so it's funny watching this guy who basically did this one movie getting asked these questions by these fans and he has no idea why he's there or why (laughs) this is being re-released or basically anything like, why do you like this movie? This is, you know, but he's having fun with the interview too, but you could totally tell he's completely out of place.
2: I love people who don't understand their fandom.
0: Yeah, he, he has no he has no idea. Like he thinks it's the most ridiculous thing. Like it's funny that he's in it and he did it, and then he thinks everybody else is an idiot who watches the movie and <laughs> likes it. And I really really enjoy that aspect to it because um, uh, aside from this movie, I, I recently am I'm I'm working with Wild Eye and we're trying to get a couple things together for um, some filmmakers. Well, I actually got to talk to Joseph Mary who's, like, one of my all-time favorite directors. He, he created the City Lights label, the one to like, the PM Entertainment. So he, he's done so many movies. He's produced a lot of films. He directed a lot of stuff. But he's, like, retired out of the business. His, like, last big movie, which is weird, he produced Spartan, that Val Kilmer movie from, like, 2004 or something. Um, well, anyways, Joseph Mary's, like, in construction now, like, in fucking L.A. Uh, so he's, like, big time out there as far as, like, you know, businessman. And, um, I was kind of afraid to talk to him cause I know about his, like what he does now. He's just, the he's rich as shit. You know, he didn't give a fuck. Does, um, does he throw around money at clubs though? He, I've heard that he threw around hundies at a party recently while he saw these other people. Like, I think it was like two girls. <laughs> so people and do, do I just, <laughs> just, well, it's cultural
2: in. to him. So, yeah,
0: so it's a cultural thing he said, but anyways, um i was just telling him like hey man i'm a big fan and he goes he's like have you ever seen a doctor and i was like what and he's like for your condition you must be crazy <laughs> and i was like dude you made the movies he's like yeah i realize i did that but you're the one that likes them and you want to <laughs> but i've moved on He's like, I've moved on. You're stuck in the past. And I was like, Dude, what are you talking about? I was like, You made like hundreds of movies, and and it was just really. I mean, it was a really fun conversation. He was very appreciative, but it was just so funny that I'm like, Dude, you're the one that sat there, wrote it, got money together, made it, and released it. I'm just a fan. You fucking came up with the thing, and I'm crazy. So but anyways, that's kind of like the whole interview with Ninja Zombie with the actor is that's kind of the outlook that he has. But the movie's really fun. If you don't like shot on video stuff, Sean, or stuff that's shot on Super 8 in the backyard, Sean, uh, <laughs> you will not like Ninja Zombie. Well, they said to me, so I, fan, I have
1: to watch it. So uh, I am no, required you'll fall by asleep. the laws we'll of about- film bloggers to uh, report It's
0: on only it. like 80 minutes, but it'll take you probably about four days to watch it, and you'll hate <laughs> it, and then you'll say you'll need to watch it
1: again.
2: Sean, just send it shot. to me.
1: I, um, I might. i will be wasted I mean, it on look, you. If you want to write-up, do a write-up for the site. Stephanie, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll send it to you. That's the, We have to put it up on the site. We have to okay. write it it. Not
2: out of the goodness of your heart. But,
1: I, I can, but it's you know, really, really fun. Out of the goodness <laughs> of my heart, and there will be some pre-existing conditions.
0: Uh, so, but anyways... Go ahead, uh, Stephanie. I want to hear you talk about something else.
2: Well, <laughs> first, <laughs> just really quickly to cram in a little Halloween content to piggyback mm. off of uh, what Brad said. Uh, not getting into them, just listing them off. What do you guys throw on every Halloween? Like in the background? to Watch Nothing. with the family? Nothing?
0: No, I, I never have the normal stuff i try to watch all new stuff
1: i I can, oh, okay. I can answer that question yeah brad's being pretentious i'll answer that question stephanie i'm not being pretentious that's the real. Ri- i mean <laughs> i'll give like
0: i have watched other movies that i've seen before yeah but i mean typically if i do if willow and i do watch something it's something like i'll talk about like the nightmare and elm street movies we watched all of them and I haven't seen them probably for like 15 years. But go ahead, Sean. Go ahead with your pretentious answer.
1: <laughs> no, mine's super basic. Like I, I – since since the movie Trick or Treat came out, uh, Mike Dordery's – Mike, Mike Dordery? 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 Wow. How do you pronounce his last name? The
2: guy from Coughing Soul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the movie Trick or Treat. We watched that. We put that on. Actually, that's my – after all the trick-or-treaters go home – I can't talk right now. After the trick-or-treaters go home, um, then everyone goes to bed. I clean everything up, and then I'll put on my Blu-ray of trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat or 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 or
0: trick-or-treat.
1: Doherty. Doherty. Michael Doherty. Doherty. Good God Almighty.
0: (laughs) God, have you ever seen Cootie's? Cooties? You sound you sound like uh, Rand Wilson's <laughs> when he's trying to say <laughs> yeah.
1: "dual real real." I have like dual, dual, dual real real. I have a dual. Uh, a dual uh, real real. I guess there's. I have it has two certain sounds that trip me back. up. There's you certain got, like, sounds dual, that real, trip me yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, I have a dual Michael real real. Dor- dual Doherty. real. Doherty, Michael Doherty. There you go. I got it. Michael Doherty. Michael Doherty. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla, he's doing the new Godzilla movie. So I'll, I'll, everyone will go to bed, I'll watch Trick or Treat, and uh, I love it uh, ever, since, ever since it came out, and um, I don't even know why Factory is doing a collector's edition, because like, that Blu-ray is like, oh, I guess that Blu-ray's out of print now, isn't it? I gotta get it it's now. That,
2: I have it on the way to me, it's for people like me who missed out okay, on it. Okay,
1: okay, okay, I get it I now. mean,
2: I've seen the movie, no, I just didn't I mean, no, it on Blu-ray.
1: I'm totally gonna double dip and buy it, because that's the kind of moron that i am but i love the movie and i watch it all the time um so the newest thing that's happened within the past few years is my daughter has requested that i bring out my box set of uh universal monsters blu-rays and she wants it all all day long when we're home if it's a weekend they they go on all day we just watch one after another so she's done that um
2: does she have a favorite
1: she likes creature from the black lagoon nice yeah so that's what we do on, on Halloween. And then of course the Great Pumpkin the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown has to go on. <laughs> it's like I, I force every all right everybody. Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin is going on right now. All of you need to watch it. I force everyone to watch it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown.
2: I don't know if I've ever seen that all the way through. I'm the I'm a mom that's, that's
1: like that's like the one dad thing that I do. I'm like, hey everybody, you know. <laughs> Dial the round. We're gonna watch. It's the rich Pump Controller Brown, and all the kids go. Ah! This it's is all, my dad' like, voice. Isn't they this great,
0: kids? Wanna watch, they probably want to watch uh, Ninja Zombie.
1: Probably true.
2: The kids love Ninja Zombie.
1: Yeah, Stephanie, what uh. Uh, what do you watch every every Halloween?
2: Oh, I'm super basic and obvious, but that's part of the fun for me. Um, Halloween, the original, of course. Trick or Treat does make its way in there. Um, last year, uh, well, actually two years ago, Tales of Halloween worked its way oh, in. Awesome. Um, sometimes the Nightmare Before Christmas, or I'll just like put on the beginning and then wander <laughs> away and then take it off because it gets too Christmassy. Yeah,
1: I'm so torn then, on that one. That one always <laughs> messes with me every Halloween and Christmas. I'm always like, well, do I watch this now? Do, they, do I, I don't know.
2: I guess Thanksgiving just, like, split it down the middle. And I love um, sitcom Halloween episodes. So I'll just, like, line some of those up and, like, sprinkle them through.
1: Question, do we watch, do we still watch the Roseanne Halloween episode, or is that is that now dead to time?
2: See, that sucks, because she had the best ones. Besides yeah. Family Matters. <laughs> they would do, like, evil puppets and stuff. They went for it. And Sabrina the Teenage
0: Witch.
1: Nice,
2: but yeah, well, Brad's the big Roseanne fan.
0: Yeah, I still, <laughs> I still watch. Um, you can, you know, you don't have to. You don't have Roseanne. to put
1: someone's current politics on something that they did, that they didn't well, the past. She you had, really don't. She
0: had good morals, unless they're like a rapist. Uh, in the day, I mean, she still. It was weird watching her come out like that because I mean that was her. That was her show. So watching that unfold like that was really weird because that's something that I watched as a kid and I understood and I liked. So it was weird seeing her change. But no, I, I mean, I still, her her like first, uh, I think there was a Halloween episode in the first season. But um, after that, uh, the like the next like three or four, they're really iconic and great. Yeah. The first one's probably the best.
2: So. Yeah, I'll probably be weak and watch a few. Okay. So, I watched Apostle.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. God, I need to watch that still.
2: I loved it. So, you do need to watch it still. Um, What do I say? Pass. What?
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I just said pass. Well, uh, why? Fuck off, Brad.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Brad. <laughs> You don't it's... like Apostle? No. You hate Apostle?
1: <sighs> no. Yeah, I've heard a lot I of mixed did... reviews on it. I just didn't care for it. What's, what's yeah, the movie?
2: I, I what... liked it all...
1: What's what? the movie by Gore, Gore Verbinski where the guy is stuck in that asylum and there's the water and stuff like that?
2: The water and stuff like that.
1: Gore Verbinski? Yeah. Um, 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 hold on. Hold on. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it here. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'm well, gonna get anyway, it. anyway, oh, I, I am wellness. a little... people. Someone said it was like it was like all you know, just all over the place, like a cure for wellness. And I'm like, I fucking love a cure for wellness. and I was like, then I'm no, it's...
2: Oh, I couldn't stand that one. What?
1: Man. yeah, it's
0: nothing like that. It's I... it's boring. No, it's not. No, I'm no, saying
1: apostle. cure for wellness is boring. Oh, oh, the apostle. I don't op- think, opos- think the is
2: apostle apost- is boring.
1: Okay. See, I'm, I mean, this was all over the map with the reactions. Stephanie, what did you like about Apostle? Not the Apostle so like- with Robert Duvall, but Apostle.
2: Oh, shit. Never mind. I watched the wrong movie again. <laughs> okay, I am a little bit of a sucker for oh, um, a historical horror movie. Mm-hmm. I think because they get sprinkled through just enough that um, – you don't really get sick of them. And I'm kind of a dork, I guess. No, I'm not. I'm super cool. And I like seeing different kind of uh, historical horror movies. I think some of my favorites are The Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> That's pretty funny.
2: And Brotherhood of the Wolf, <laughs> I really liked. And I talked about earlier with that Stonehurst Asylum.
1: Oh, um, cool. Yeah, I, I want to watch uh, Stonehurst Asylum. I've heard a uh, Yeah, of the it's about fun. It.
2: It's like a fun gothic yeah.
1: Little yeah, movie all um, the movies are awesome.
2: No, um, this one, it's, okay, basically, um, what movie is this guy from? The sexy one? Is it The Guest?
0: Yeah, The
1: Guest.
2: Yeah, the guy from The Guest, his sister's <laughs> kidnapped.
1: How are his abs <laughs> in this one? Do we, we don't see, see them,
2: oh, but I there care. there is a short scene in it where he like busts out these crazy action <laughs> moves. Like, Dance and everyone's in period clothing and they're, like, dirty peasants. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> so so I don't know why you think this is
1: boring. Brotherhood of a wolf type stuff. That's yeah, the Brotherhood exactly. of Wolf, like, all of a sudden has, like, a kung fu fighter. Like, it's like a kung whoa, fu whoa, 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 whoa. Native American whoa, or something. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 It's nothing like Brotherhood of the Wolf.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just name dropped that because it is a period beef. All right.
0: uh. And plus, it is discussed that his brother knows some shit.
1: And Micah so Monroe's in this? Oh, she is gorgeous. Oh, my gosh.
2: Is she the redhead?
1: She's not in Apostle. Oh, she's in The Guest. Sorry, I'm on the Guest IMDb page. Oh, yeah. I just look, I'm, I'm looking at Dan Stevens' ass <laughs> right great. now. Oh, my God. I know Micah I get distracted by her. Oh, if we could she's not, uh, we we
0: could not compare Brotherhood of the Wolf for Apostle to the rest <laughs> of conversation. the conversation, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Stephanie. I rudely interrupted. Please get in. No, I'm,
2: uh, I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> no, you know, this is um... – no, I'm not going to go that route.
1: Do, so like, I... no, no nude Dan Stevens ass? Any Dan Stevens nudity at all? What? Um... <laughs> no? Okay.
2: I don't want to do any Spoilers. I'll say no, but if you're an extremely kinky person, there might be a few things in there for you. With, you know what movie this with is Dan like. Stevens? Vinion, right? <laughs> an ill fated rescue mission of a family member.
1: Oh. Mm. Right,
2: you know I'm right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't almost fall asleep in Vinion, though.
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh. Wow are all over the map right now. I don't okay, even know what well, well, My head is I spinning. I thought this
2: was a beautiful movie. I thought it was well acted. I thought it was interesting. Um, sometimes when they try to do period pieces, they're like, oh, we can get away with like long, quiet scenes, but they'll look meaningful because there's trees or something. <laughs> and there's like no meaning in it. They're just, I don't know, jerking themselves off. I I didn't get that in this. um. I'm actually surprised. I I thought it was pretty action-packed and interesting with, like, a lot of almost stressful uh, character arcs being juggled Um, because it's basically a cult takes over an island filled with secrets. And I I don't know. I, I thought it was, like, not romantic, smoochy romantic, but romantic, like... You know, that, like, dark, interesting kind of way. So
1: hmm.
2: <laughs> I guess if you're more of a Brad, you won't like it. But <laughs> I recommend it. And it's on Netflix, so if you have it, I think it's worth seeing. No, it's and first Michael Sheen for... is in it. Oh, oh, and he oh, has a really good beard.
1: Awesome. No, I, fresh... think,
0: I think you say, if anything, it's more fol- folklore
1: than... Anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's interesting uh, about? Uh... Oh, but th-
2: I think that's part of what I thought was interesting about it because it was definitely based on a lot of folklore. But it was almost like, how does folklore? How is it created? Like, what's the ground zero of it? And this kind of showed that, and I thought that was fascinating. You know, like you could. Um... Oh, especially the ending is so dramatic. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but you could almost imagine people like traveling back there in a hundred years and being like, Ooh, what's this? Let's explore. And then like the Island eats them basically.
1: God, I
2: hope not. <laughs> yeah. This is, I will write the sequel.
1: Brad, you the saw island this. Island
2: that ate people.
1: <laughs> Brad, you saw this on, on, in a theater, correct? You saw this at yeah uh, fantastic fest. You know, yeah. the, the one frustrating thing about Netflix is like, these are always just going to be on my, on my TV. I can't go see them in a, in a theater. And I'm wondering, and and they're probably never going to come out on Blu-ray or anything. So it's just going to be st- stuck on Netflix, which is, uh, it's like a, it's like a blessing and a curse. What do you guys, are you guys frustrated by like, what, the Netflix only films? Bragging no, because I don't think they've made like... anything good. But you don't you think a it's a I'm kidding, I'm
0: kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
1: Fuck off. I mean, I'm kidding. Hey, Daredevil season three, I can't talk. Daredevil, I am so excited. Daredevil season three is out.
2: Is yeah, that the I'm only so one sad. that wasn't canceled?
1: Yeah, it's the, the only really, It's the only good Marvel Damn. TV show. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, um, we are
0: we are going. The only all over the Netflix, place. the only net. Uh, good. I mean, Wheelman is really good. Okay. Um, Six Six Balloons is really good. Um. The 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 best movie that Netflix has ever even touched is the one that was just released uh, just a few days ago and it also played at uh, Fantastic Fest, was uh, The Night Comes for Us.
2: Oh, I'm uh, watching that soon. Uh, yeah, that yeah is that's really good. the most
0: action-packed movie I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they do this stuff. I'm kind of depressed that that stuff will never, but it's going to be out in the UK, obviously. It's it's going to hit the UK Blu-rays eventually. Okay. So just pick it up there.
1: All right. Oh, um, we well, could
2: do much. a UK show. <laughs> Brothers.
0: Hey,
1: bruv. Fuck out of this. Um, speaking of Netflix, by the way, watch uh, House on Haunted Hill. T- the, there's the show. The Haunting of Hill House? The mean? Haunting of Hill House. God damn it. I'm getting I'm getting like all my wires <laughs> are getting crossed today because I was thinking about the Scream Factory release of The Haunting of Hill or whatever. House on Haunted Hill. God damn it. <laughs>
2: and the curious creations of Christine McConnell.
1: Okay. I was trying to give like a, a, a very shout. Kid out. friendly too. I was it's trying to give a shout cute. out to freaking Mike Flanagan, cute. uh, for uh, for what whatever the hell the 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 haunting of hill haunting of hill house. Of hill house. <laughs> Jesus Christ, house on haunted hill, haunting of hill house. Uh, it's really goddamn good, really good. You know, I didn't see Gerald's game. I hear that was really good too. But it's fun seeing a filmmaker mm-hmm. grow and get better and better and better. And I've always, uh, you know, I've, I've been a fan of of his films. Because uh, Brad, you introduced me to to uh, to Mike Flanagan, actually yeah, Absentia. Hmm. Yeah, Absentia, and then Oculus, and then uh, you you like Hush quite a bit. No, you don't like Hush. No, a lot I of hate people hush. do. Uh, okay. I hate.
0: Hush. I like it all right. I hate, I hate Before I Wake. Okay. Um but I love Absentia. I, I Gerald's game's fine. It's it's it, I the reason why Gerald's game's a little bit better than like it's interesting to see him take that book and make it into a movie that isn't boring. Cuz the book isn't Tra- bad, but the book isn't great. Yep. And it's meanders a little too much and he was able to make that book interesting. Or the story interesting. So I thought that was pretty clever of him. I still I'll probably never re Gerald's game. I thought it was fine. But um I mean he definitely is a talented director. I'm still waiting yeah. on him to do that fucking uh I know what you did the last summer movie, but I don't think we'll
1: mm. ever get that now. Nah, he's 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 good and he, he saved the Ouija series. So Oh, I forgot about he did that piece of shit. The only yeah. the only thing that bothered me about Ouija Origin of Evil was he kept doing like the fake like real change type things in the corner, and I was like, dude, yeah, it's not seventies like, movie. It's like not even like that I, I didn't. I was like, just leave. There's no reason for that. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, he's he's a very he's a very good director. I just hope that he makes something that I like again.
1: So. I think he will. I think he's on a good track. House, uh, the haunting of Hill House, is fucking amazing. I haven't finished watching it, but I've been I've been making the mistake of watching it but like before I go to bed. And then getting like totally creeped out and disturbed and then falling asleep. And then, uh, I wish
0: I watched television, very then very I much. would be able to tell you.
1: Oh, uh, I'm <laughs> uh, Brad Henderson. I don't watch television, show. I don't. I'm sorry, right. I'm not saying that to be uh, all right. Jesus, so, right. moving moving along here, we're gonna be here all night if we're just meandering here. <clears throat> yeah, Brad has fun. 50 movies he needs to get to. I wanted to bring up the Eureka release, the, the region B release. Of Night of the Creeps, they uh, they released the director's cut, uh, restored, remastered. I'm not sure how it looks compared to the um, the original. Wait, do you Blu-ray. have that? Yeah,
0: I don't have mine yet. I was hoping. <laughs> I was hoping you bested Bradshaw. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, I uh, I have that on
1: order, man. <laughs> the original, the original I Blu-ray. Just got Hunter in. Will you let me talk? I'm gonna I'm gonna edit you out right now. I, I have the just editing had a power. Huge Eureka order came
0: in, <laughs> and it wasn't in there. God damn it.
1: What is interesting is the original release with the fucking god awful cover art. Holy shit! They dropped the ball in that yeah. release, like the worst cover art known to man. And they even had people like vote on it on Twitter or Facebook or something, and like everyone chose the worst one. And they didn't use any of the original art. I refuse art. to believe that. Holy shit! It was oh, so frustrating. Anyway, that was a that was an all-region release. The Eureka release, and I, I just checked it as Brad was uh, talking about some movie. I just wanted to, to double-check. So it is only region 2, not region B or whatever. Yeah, region B. Sorry, I was looking at the DVD. It's so region B. But if you have an all-region player, what's funny is they have a screenshot come up saying basically that, hey, if you're seeing this, you should probably buy a multi-region Blu-ray player. So really, really funny... Um I love that they didn't just do a standard little thing saying this doesn't work, but they actually said, hey, buy a region-free player. Uh, Anyway, uh, if you finally want a really good release and you have a region-free player, uh, grab the Eureka version. That's all I got to say. No, we don't really need to get into Night of the Creeps at all. The movie is awesome. It's one of my favorites. Tom Atkins is a badass, and I want to fuck his mustache. Jesus. (laughs) What you got, Brad? Cool.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm going to cover seven movies in one conversation.
1: Okay.
2: All right. In three minutes. No.
0: Not possible. But um, (laughs) I actually, I mean, I guess this would be uh, what? Six movies. Um, So I've. Re-watched, I mean, I've seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street countless times. But um, really, I haven't watched any of the others um, probably in 15 years. I'm not a huge Freddy fan. What? Um. Oh my God.
1: How, how are we friends? How did I start this podcast with you? How would that happen? <laughs> okay. Let me finish. <laughs> um, never was never a huge
0: Freddy fan, um, mainly because I didn't – like the comedy aspect, but I will say I am wrong in that sense because I guess it's the later films that I was really focusing on where it's just absolutely stupid. Okay, um,
1: you're forgiven. So
0: I will I will say that um, the first, the third, and the fourth one and New Nightmare are really really great. Uh, two's okay. Six is god awful, and five's not that great. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. you've, but anyway, you've redeemed yourself. I rewatched, uh, I rewatched the other one. I didn't watch the first one cause I've seen that so many times. It was fresh in my head. Um, but I got to watch two through new nightmare, um, had a new appreciation for them. Um, I definitely like four quite a bit. Um, I don't understand what was Freddy's dead was about. <laughs> I, I It is really, really awful. And what uh. sucks is I was, you know, my mind was wandering during the film because I wasn't enjoying myself. Um, I mean, there were a couple things that I didn't like about the film. I love the line that Freddie says; uh, he says every every town has an Elm Street, and I thought that was really cool. Like he yeah. can, kind of, you know, that was his thing. He was going to go everywhere to kill the people. The storyline and everything, but it was a little upsetting about the film. Um, in in uh, as you know, for, for a female filmmaker, I was thinking how many franchises have a uh, female, uh, filmmakers making an entry into the franchise. And the answer is really none. It's Rachel Talalay from fucking Freddie's dead.
1: Huh.
0: Um, and it just happens to be the worst fucking one in the franchise. And I was like, God damn it. You know, like I, you know, the one time a woman, I mean, other than, you know, slumber party massacre, which is all directed by females, but, um, as far as like kind of a big franchise like that as a, as a female. But I was realizing that that's, is that the only one? Like, I mean, obviously, the, the, like the Phantasms, Nightmare and All, or, uh, you know, Friday the 13th, you know, Child's Play, all those, I can't think of another big franchise other than maybe Slumber Party Massacre. But I'm talking about like a male dominated uh, series that a female had an entry into it. I can't think of anything. But anyways,
2: female, female,
0: female, right? You know, I can't think of anything other than Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, it just sucks. That's the one that's like the worst. But anyways, I, I think she was giving like Freddie a daughter and all. It was just so convoluted and just so all over the place. Like they kept on trying to expand uh, the story, reaching to try to get, uh, you know, additional Freddy films, but ultimately it killed the franchise, which sucks. Um, well, not so much because the movie started going downhill, but, um, I, I actually have a newfound appreciation for the films. Um, I will probably always skip Freddy's dead now, but, um, mm-hmm. what I also do like is that three, four and five all segue into one another. And I thought that was pretty cool too. I, I completely forgot they did that. It's like one giant movie. So I thought that was kind of neat. Um, but yeah. Uh, I enjoyed rewatching them. I think New They're Nightmare fun. is really great. Um, yeah. But uh, my only gripe with 4 is that I really thought that once her friends die and she obtains their powers or attributes or their strengths, she really should have used them. Like, she doesn't really use them all that much. I mean, she does a little tumbles. She hits hard. But why didn't she beat the fuck out of Freddy with nunchucks? like kind of like the you know when what was his name Rocky fights fucking Jason on the rooftop in part eight <laughs> he just beats the, he literally just does beat the shit out of Jason in a way but I mean Jason doesn't feel it but I mean he beats the shit out of him she should have beat the shit out of Freddy with nunchucks that would have been cool to see <laughs> but anyways um, watch re-watched that re-watched that series um, and also rewatched uh, the screams series which I four grows on me each time I see it. And I really didn't like four when I first saw it. I like four
1: it. way more than three. Three is dog shit.
0: Oh, is terrible. Oh three is not even a movie. And that was, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of problems with that film internally that were going on. Um, it suddenly if, becomes you know, like it, a,
1: in the View Askew universe with freaking uh, Jane, Silent Bob show up. It's like, what the
0: fuck is going on, you guys? Well, it's not that the the issue with Scream 3 is that um, they were changing the movie so much as they went on. Mm. Um, They had different endings. So in the movie, the joke is sometimes is that there's so many scripts floating around that was kind of joking at what was happening in the film. They were writing the script before the scenes. Um, so the movie's just all over the place. It's garbage. It's total trash. There's absolutely no redeeming quality to that film. No. Um, but I, I enjoy the first two, and mm-hmm. uh, four's growing on me. But uh re-watched the Scream series. I, I've seen the first one a bunch, but uh, the sequels I don't watch as often. And uh, Willow hasn't seen uh, – I think she may have seen them. I don't remember. But she got really sick this weekend. Um so she just laid on the couch and we just watched movies pretty much all day. More than we normally do. So it was like <laughs> twelve once, movies a day. Is which this was different insane. from any
1: day in the Brad Henderson household? Um
0: well no. I mean on the weekends we go out and have fun and stuff. So we were kind of tied down. We watched maybe a couple movies on the weekends, you know, two or three maybe. Um but the, the it was Janice was also on vacation out of town so I was at home with a sick kid for like yeah. four days. Oh no, yeah totally so we did nothing but watch movies. So
1: Dude, I need I need an excuse to to just do that. I I, I give you I give you because I envy you. That's really why I give you so much shit. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> yeah, no problem.
0: So I, I just covered like ten movies so Stephanie can go now. <laughs>
2: I'm glad you're coming around on Freddie because he's my favorite for my sweet 16 birthday. I had it on Halloween and I dressed up as Freddie. I had the full latex mask and everything. Nice. And when anyone came to the door, I'd put the claw around the door and I would just tap my fingers on it. And that's all they would see. And that's how I answered the door. And every, every girl screamed. It was great. That was a good <laughs> birthday. Uh, so, this is not a new watch for me. It's kind of become one I watch every year, and that's Gods and Monsters. And it's Ian McKellen and Brendan oh, Fraser. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, I was about to see the old Brendan Fraser movie.
2: Yeah, it's about the director, James Whale, who's best known for Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, The Old Dark House and the Invisible Man. Yeah, and he Old Dark was, House great. <laughs> it is. I just rewatched that as well. And it's um, part of what was great about James Wales, that it wasn't interesting to him if it wasn't clever. So if you, if you look at all those movies, they're the funniest ones of the universal horror, in my opinion, like invisible man, almost a slapstick comedy. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's, He's a veteran. He's a gay man. And this is set in the 1950s. And Brendan Fraser is the gardener. And um, he kind of goes over his life um, while, you know, wrestling with like some sexual tension. And it's just a beautiful film. It's a character study, but if you're a fan of his movies, they do these great Bride of Frankenstein recreations, and I I just have so much affection for this, Um, and Brendan Fraser kind of had that comeback this year, and the first thing I thought of was Gods and Monsters. I'm like, he's always been here, you guys. (laughs) He just stumbled on his movie choices for a while, but yeah always had it in him. And Lynn Redgrave is in it. She's like the housekeeper. She's amazing. It's just such a touching film. Ian McKellen not only looks like James Whale, if you look him up, like dead ringer. Uh, but he he brings so much to it. And I guess he was really involved the entire time. He even helped help them get financing and stuff because he believed in it so much. So it, I think it's slowly become one of my favorite movies, so I pretty much watch on an annual basis. Awesome! So I,
0: yeah, no, I really um, remember liking that movie back in the day. I just haven't rewatched it in a long, long, long time.
1: It's on a, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you have an Amazon Prime, movies, right. whatever, uh, you can watch it. I don't think there's a physical release for it, unless maybe it's still on. Just I DVD. have it on
2: a DVD. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it.
1: But it's uh, streaming in HD on Amazon Prime, so I'm gonna add. I just Criterion, that you could do
2: it. it. It's fancy enough.
1: There, oh, is there a, is there a Criterion DVD?
2: No, they should do it. I'm oh, saying. I know. A yeah, Blu-ray. Criterion.
1: You guys listen. We, you you listen to what we say. It definitely. <laughs> we are we are tastemakers <laughs> down
2: there.
0: <laughs> awesome. We okay, should go talk Sean. About, go. We should do a do a <laughs> episode on the old dark house. What's that? What's that line? He's, I'm drawing a blank because so my mind can only take so much. Okay. <laughs> um, before they enter the house, he says, "What if? What if in the house they are all dead?" Do you remember the line that he says? Oh, I can't remember it. It's a really I funny actually. I rewatched
2: funny it with the Gloria Stewart commentary.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I have. I actually bought the Cohen release and then I bought I the Eureka that. release. I mean, well, the Eureka release is better.
2: I have the yeah. old Kino DVD.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's got a bunch of commentaries on it. I always like. Uh, don't they keep asking if they keep on trying to get potatoes to people? <laughs> like have have a potato.
1: But anyways, Calm yeah. down. Right. And
2: have a potato. All right, I'm
1: gonna. Yeah, I. It would be so fucking good. I'm. I'm gonna go <laughs> uh, before I go to my next one here. Can I do a freaking rant right now? Because we. We have in the Derager household, we have cranked down uh we are on a uh, on a budget and we have cranked down on my movie bucks. Isn't moving this the, all of the fucking show is you pretending? no, I I need to make a rant because because what what the fuck is Scream Factory thinking uh having a list price it's and it's out now and and they're saying it's on sale 39.93 for Creep Show. Fuck off Scream Factory. And then if I want to get maximum overdrive for the Vestron thing, that's $32.89, 32, so those together would be 72 82 for two movies, and then I want Candyman, that's $35. What, what is going on with Screen Factor right now and, and all these companies? What the fuck? It's called
0: price gouging.
1: Holy shit. And they do it because a lot of people will buy
0: it at first, and my other guess is that if it's not price gouging... Which this is maybe the more logical reason, just because I'm being an asshole, <laughs> is that they license these movies probably out for a lot of fucking money, and um, they have to jack up the prices that
1: much to make their money back. I'm just saying. Before I was on, we were on this budget. I was kind of a little more wheelie neely with my with my spending on these movies. Uh, now that I'm I've ratcheted, you know, tightened things down, it's like goddamn. Well, I, guess, well, I guess I'm not getting that
0: it's called voodoo and buy them on there well for i five had the, i had the original the creep show or blu-ray i don't you know i don't know if it's you know.
2: i'm sorry but what is this podcast called
0: yeah this is a physical media podcast sean so why don't you stop bitching and just fucking buy what
2: inspired it? this podcast in the first
1: place
0: yes sean
1: where's your loyalty
0: we should have called this a 720p right. Blu-ray we, hey, podcast.
1: You know, we have been going on and on for quite a bit. I think we should start wrapping up. I'm going to say my last two things. What? Really, I still have like really 500 quick. movies to no, I, I, I know, but we need – we really – this is going on way too long. Uh, I wanted to mention the Universal set uh, and kind of gloat at all of you Can who missed you out on the show. mention that? I got the 30 films that they – Amazon did this crazy thing where they put it down to sixty five dollars, and it's oh, cool. originally like one hundred forty. So, everyone... well, technically on that
0: on that box set you get sixty movies,
1: not thirty. I don't did well you know some that? Movie, well some movies are like on this like <laughs> one disc keep repeating them has three of the same movie on the same three discs. But anyway, yeah, you know, yeah. there was there was a sale. I wanted to gloat on on that, so we'll we'll be diving into that on on Halloween. And then uh, I don't know if I mentioned Severin's uh, "The Changeling." I got my replacement disc, so I finally gave it a watch, and I love this film. It's never looked as good as it is here. And so, if you haven't picked up Severin's "The Changeling" uh, with the, uh, you know, so you should probably do that because it's trivia time. This has ever looked.
0: Sean, if you know me so well. Which you probably don't know since you've kind of revealed that in this episode. What's my favorite universal horror film from that era that's on that set?
2: Yeah, and then do mine
1: <laughs> Dracula. No, I have no idea. Dracula's Daughter. Ah, okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. So, Brad, if you can, uh, if you can uh, let us know one thing and then seven, uh, seven, did, did you have one more? Or no. Um, I was a
2: for moving.
1: Yeah. Is it Stephanie's turn?
2: No, so my favorite universal,
1: universal oh. movie. What's your favorite universal movie, Stephanie? You're, you're supposed,
2: supposed
1: to guess. To guess. Oh, uh, yours would be Bride of Frankenstein.
2: Hey, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> I did Geo City's fan site and everything. <laughs> really, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I finally saw "As Above, So Below." I'm that a
0: underrated. It, yeah, it is. No, good. I really, really liked good.
2: it. Like. I was talking to someone, and they're like, oh, I didn't buy into this, this, and this, this plot hole. I was like, yeah, it just, everything worked for me. The location, the claustrophobia, the performance. It's, it's a scary freaking movie. Yeah, I
1: think it's it bad shit at the end. It just gets nuts. So bring it on. Yeah.
2: I'm kind of shocked the catacombs in France haven't been used a hell of a lot more than they have been uh-huh. in a lot of horror movies, actually.
1: Yeah, I I saw that when I was like in kind of uh, first person movie, whatever found footage film Overload. I was just kind of sick of it, and I gave it a chance, and I'm so glad I did because I think that really, I think that's really, really why good. it's
2: underrated.
1: Yeah, it's really it good. And I don't like found yeah. footage films. Oh boy, yeah. look at Sean. All right, um,
0: well, I'm going to talk about two found footage movies and a few others real quick.
1: Okay, and then we'll wrap up.
0: So, um. Recently, uh, who's this? Well, go and then Shudder. Um, I like how Shudder's putting stuff out on uh, Blu ray now. But um, yeah, so Ghana, Ghana GM, I believe is how you say it, but it's uh, Ghana GM Haunted Asylum. Um, it's a uh, Korean uh, found footage film. Really fucking good. Really scary. The scares are great. Um, the plot is fantastic. Um, so if you haven't seen that high, I recommend it very, very highly for, uh, an October viewing. Um, honestly creeped me out at one point and I'm so desensitized to shit. Nothing really bothers me, but there's one scene with the girl in this movie that kind of scared the shit out of me for a second. Um, but yeah, really, really great, uh, horror flick. And then next up, um, rewatch this, you enjoyed it a little bit more. I, I liked it the first time I saw it, but found footage 3D is out. Uh, very clever, very funny, very witty. Um, a really, really good job um, on that film all around. You can watch that on Shudder. Pick up uh, the Blu-ray. Um, I know that we've probably talked about Mandy a little bit on the show. I've mentioned it maybe a couple times. Week. So um, I last wasn't week. on the show last week.
1: Last week? So you. Thank mentioned you. on Fantastic Fest? And then Stephanie no. mentioned it the week before we have talked about it a lot. It's, you know it's old news. Right, I haven't even so seen it and a board see- of it. I'm done. I don't even care. I'm not I'm not I'm not even going to watch it cuz I've so many people have talked about it. I am not even going to watch it at all. That's really stupid. <laughs> um
0: I know you're
2: joking, but I'm actually always worried about that when I really love a movie Mm -hmm. and I really think someone would dig. I'm like, okay, don't oversell it. Don't talk about it too much. We want them to be enticed. Well,
1: this happens to me. It it definitely does because I hear, I see everyone talking about it for the festival circuit, all the stuff. Everyone's talking about the movie, yada, yada, yada. I hear all, every fucking day, I see the same movie being talked about. And I'm like, why, why would I even like, I have no desire to see it anymore. And then it will land on Netflix or somewhere. And then I'm like, I finally watch it like a year later. <laughs> it seriously, it happens all the time. That sounds like a personal problem. I have it pre-ordered um, on Blu-ray. I'll watch it soon.
0: So next up was, um, super happy about this one because, uh, friends of mine made this film. Um, I was kind of worried about it, uh, coming out cause I remember they made it, um, a little while ago, sadly, it didn't hit Blu-ray, but um, you can watch it on Vudu and HD. It's out on DVD. Um, so uh, one of our guests wrote this film. He was uh, – I uh, wrote the Black uh, Motorcycle uh, – what is the shit? Black Goat Motorcycle Club, Jason Murphy, was on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was on one of our end-of-the-year shows, actually. who's that
1: famous uh, people on our show?
0: Uh, so anyways, this is Jason Murphy's debut as far as uh, screenwriting. Um, Philip Guzman, who directed uh, Why, uh, Dead Dead Awake? Yeah, the um, old hag story or whatever. Uh, so Jason wrote this. Paul Gandersman, Peter S. Hall, who producers of uh, like the um, Grow Up Tony Phillips and the Emily Hagen's films, they pro- helped produce this. Uh, Bria Grant's in it. It's got a great cast. Um, it's originally called 200 Hours, so if you saw it at a fest, it was probably called that. Now it's called Sleep No More. Um, and also, uh, I believe one of the guys, yeah, one of the executive producers uh, mm-hmm. from Final Destination. So it's a very big family affair of uh, making this film, set kind of the 80s, uh, dealing with theories, um, theory of you, what you can do without sleep. And it's about 200 hours without sleep. Um, and it's a horror film. It's, it's really good. The only issue with it um, is that it, the special effects are a little too wonky. But other than that, it's got a solid cast. It's a, a great script, great acting. Um, but the special effects are the only thing that kind of make the movie. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I've watched a ton, ton of others. Oh, Twilight People. I watched that recently too. Um, oh, I've never well, seen I'm Twilight curious. People. Um, yeah, it was uh, very similar to uh, Island of Dr. Moreau, which mm. apparently it's kind of based off of that anyway, um, as far as like the writers and everything that are concerned. Uh, working on other, I think it's Eddie Romero and um, took the HG Wells drum small script or uh, idea. So that's. That's that's the Island of Lost Souls, right, Steph? Mm -hmm. You're the book expert, yeah. Right? I'm right? Yes. You're right
2: about that and me being the book expert, yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, it's a really uh, fun movie. I enjoy this more than um, the adaptations for Island of Dr. Moreau. It's just a little goofy, but I feel that if it was made today, like I really want to see kind of Twilight people remade because I like the camaraderie between the creatures at the end, trying to take over this compound. I think it'd be really badass. Um, I mean, it's super cheesy, um, but it's got some great acting. The villain's really great. Uh, Both villains are really, really awesome. The hero's great. Like, everything is perfect in that sense. Um, It's just a little, little too campy to take seriously, but this is a movie I would like to see taken really seriously. So, uh, but the transfer is decent. I mean, they're working with really, really piss poor, badly harmed film elements. Um, So they did the best transfer they could. I mean, it is great looking, but you do have the tint and the discoloration of the print a little bit from times. Like a yellowish tint comes across every once in a while. Um, But honestly, you can't really help that. So um yeah, and that was a lot of fun. Right on. Got about seventy five others, but you all know, right. hey, maybe I'll you know do what? another but show. You know what?
1: You we were talking about this and you're you gonna do kind of a little side project that we'll release on this feed and we'll do a what's on Brad's doorstep little little mini episodes, and uh you'll be able to, to get all that shit out of your system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not not have you interrupt me and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> All right. I well, not say racist uh, things. I don't say racist things.
0: <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Uh, God damn it.
1: All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll be coming back to you guys within the next couple of weeks with our spectacular Vinegar Syndrome episode. It's going to be nuts. There's, we're going to talk about so many movies. So uh, stay tuned for that. Of course, go to it's the – It's basically
0: going to be me – battling Sean and telling him <laughs> he's wrong
1: <laughs> probably probably Have you seen Body Melt yet? Yeah, oh Body Melt's fucking awesome. Don't don't Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank no, 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 no. you. Okay. 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 Well, well we're going to talk Brad. We'll talk. Um I know. Make you're sure just, you're just an asshole. That's make cool. sure you head over to the screamcast.com. <laughs> find all of our past episodes there. Check out our sponsors. We do have a link to a store which heads out. you can head over to screamingpods.com. And uh, all Club Scum members get twenty percent off of Screamcast merchandise, y'all. You can also go to Brad. So you still got pins, Brad? You got pins? um, there's a link, yeah, that says Screaming Threads. Oh, hey, yeah. Um, Buy yeah. Some pins no, from Brad. Not, you,
0: I would suggest if you live in Florida,
1: um, just go to Brad's this house weekend.
0: When when does this show? When does <laughs> this show
1: air? I'm gonna try to get this uh, posting Friday, so. Oh, sweet. All right. So, Friday, um, I will be at Spooky Empire
0: uh, this weekend. I will be running um, the Wild Eye booth and then helping out with Vinegar Syndrome booth at the same time. So, come by, buy movies. You can buy some pins. I'll probably have some pins while I'm there. Um, But more importantly, buy movies, support independent movies, and... Movies that no one wants to watch, like vinegar syndrome stuff. So because those are better than what you're seeing at the theater.
1: So. Um, what other what other announcements do I have? This okay. So check out all the other awesome shows over at ScreamingPods.com. Uh, just go there, listen to all the shows. There's a bunch of a lot of variety. We have some new stuff in the works with other alumni and stuff from other shows coming together. I'm excited to talk about it more once it happens. But uh, we're working on some things, so pretty exciting, uh, pretty exciting, and a lot of good shows over there. Want to do a quick shout out to our sponsors, of course, uh, Venderga Syndrome. Uh, we'll be talking about them in a, in a couple of weeks. Uh, Coffee Shop of Horrors—they're going to be at Spooky Empire this weekend. So if you are there, yep. check out the Coffee Shop of Horrors booth. Tell them we sent you. You can use the code Screamcast on their website, Coffeeshopofhorrors.com, to get 10% off of your order. Also, GrindhouseVideo.com. Are they going to be at Spooky? Yep.
0: Grind and going to be at Spooky Empire.
1: So, let, so let's we'll all fly 20, to Florida. 20, 20, 20. Uh, spooky to boys. Uh, check yeah. out their booth there. And ma- make sure you go to their website, GrindhouseVideo.com. Always uh, very uh, great prices on all the flicks there. He has some really good stuff. So uh, music by Wolfman of Mars. Art by Kevin Spencer. I think I have talked about everything we need to talk about. Club scum members, we love you. Thank you so much. I'm sorry we have been absent. Uh, we we suck. I've been I've been seriously I've been so busy this month trying to kind of get a second income stream in through voiceover stuff that a lot of things on the podcast stuff has kind of fallen by the wayside. But uh, it's uh, things are starting to kind of happen. Wheels are turning, and I'll get back to kind of the normal swing of things very soon so in the meantime i want to thank all of you for signing up i know that oh there's two people i need to talk about two new club scum members i should have done this at the beginning of the show hold on let me give you guys some shout outs right now really quick um oh i'm in sorry i'm in my armchair philosopher patron hold on let me log out oh
0: my god hold on my god (laughs) <laughs> oh my god so anyway Spooky Empire is really rad if uh, if you live in the Tampa area it's worth it to come to Orlando if you live in the Orlando area you have no excuse but there will be plenty of physical media um, to buy they always have really badass art they have a great coffee there um, oh, they have, have a great guests so yeah, yeah well awesome. they're the only coffee there yeah um, but yeah, a lot of awesome vendors and it's just kind of a good, cool place to hang out. Awesome. Um, you know, I think uh, online is so toxic being out in the open with real people is a lot better. <laughs> what? I like that. You're lying. Yeah. You yeah.
2: can say, say it to my face. What you're <laughs> saying on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Well, most of the people there don't actually have social media other than Probably. maybe Facebook, but, uh, all right.
1: It's a really cool place. Those um, angels. So. Okay. I'm sold. Okay. So shout out to our new members of Club Scum. Rob Dean. Pledging three He went above and beyond the two dollar mark. He pledged three dollars. Rob, now I gotta throw some extra shit in your in your little package. You'll be getting your yeah, club scum. You'll be getting he... your club scum card. Club scum card. You'll be getting some stickers. You know what? I'm gonna throw in a fucking button to Rob Dean, because he put in an extra dollar. Yeah. He's gonna get. Bow
2: a button. Butt. He, um,
1: yeah, I
0: I don't know. I don't know, Rob, but he, well, I do now. He introduced himself at Fantastic Fest and he said a really, really funny thing. And I forgot to tell you stuff. (laughs) So, um, yeah, he came up and, you know, he was like, Hey, I listened to your show. And I was like, Oh, cool. You know, thanks for, thanks for listening. And he said, um, he loves, he usually disagrees with me. (laughs) <laughs> he always agrees with you, but he um, – my opinions are interesting enough to listen to or something like that. It made me laugh.
1: Rob, um, I'm sorry I'm such was, a fuck-up. Rob, I apologize. I'm probably – He I'm... was just – no, you didn't even get brought up. Exactly.
0: Exactly. He's a
2: great it was guy and a an, great writer. Everyone should yeah,
0: fuck him up. It was just kind of a, a really honest thing to say. <laughs> you know, when you first meet somebody, like right off the bat, you're like, hey, don't like your opinions, <laughs> But what you I respect is you
2: as a person, yeah,
0: your, you. Um, you know, your your arguments are very interesting. I think that's what he said. Um, but, yeah, I was I, I was kind of taken back by that because usually, you know, people, you know, you know, Hollywood Henderson over here, <laughs> you know, I understand or in your, your shoes. Need. So, yeah, it was just it was really funny and really honest uh, introduction. So, yeah, he was he made me laugh. It was very memorable. Awesome. And I I appreciate it, too. Like, I, I, you know, it's fine if people don't agree with me. that's what makes the world go round. But I thought it was a very funny thing to say. And these are
1: just these are just movies, everybody. It's just movies. Uh, Next up, I want to mention Brian Matherly. Welcome to Club Scum. Thank you, sir. And, Yay, uh, thank you. Also, one more, John Lee. So, John, thank you for becoming a John member of Club Lee. Scum, I will have, I need to make sure, I don't, God, I don't, I I don't know if I sent, you know what, I may have sent Rob Dean uh, his Club Scum card. Rob, let me know if I have or not. I do owe you a button, because <laughs> that one extra dollar, I do owe you a button. Um, And a big shout out to the person who became a Club Scum member for one month and then canceled. Because we weren't doing enough extra stuff, uh, I apologize. For those of you who stick around, thank you. We love it's you. You really mom. do help fund the show. You help with we, is my mom still a your mom is Stephanie's mom is a member of Club Scum. So, God yeah. damn it, people! You can come on, come on. You're supporting. You're supporting the. It's not about getting free shit. It's not about getting extra free shit. You're support. You like the show. You're supporting the show. If when we have – when we are able to, we will give you some free shit. It's going to happen. But I'm, I'm just – all of you who stuck, who've stuck who stuck around, from the bottom of my heart, really, thank you so much because there are server fees I pay for. I, I this, this shit isn't free. I have to pay for website stuff and whatever. And Stephanie had to get a new mic. And uh, Brad, Hi. I don't know. Brad's mic for some reason doesn't work. I don't have enough to buy him a new computer, but look, if that um, happens – you know, we can do that. But, you know, whatever.
0: Well, all my stuff's in storage because I'm in an apartment right now <laughs> oh, yeah. while we're saving up to buy a house. You fuck
1: ass. Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> so when I, Don't you want to support uh, this camaraderie, everybody? This
0: will be something for the Club Scum members is that when I get back from Spooky, I will send Sean a box of Wild Eye movies okay. for some giveaways that we'll be doing. Very cool. So um, cool. I will send that, Sean. Remember that, and I will send some uh, wild-eyed titles.
1: I had you some things. I had some things to give away, but then I had to uh, sell them because we couldn't make some bill payments. Uh, hence why I'm trying to get the sec- second uh, job thing working. So you know that's why there hasn't been any any giveaways. So all of you who are pissed off, just just relax. Uh, I not anybody's uh, pissed off. I had to. I got I I got some messages from people who who left and stopped being Club Scum members because we weren't giving them what they wanted, and I took I, I take that really look at I can get depressed pretty easily. I take these really personally. I took those comments really really personally, and I got really just sad, not really mad, just sad. And uh, but we will uh, look stuff's on the agenda, everybody. So it's just stick around, okay? Relax.
0: You should have told me. I could have send you. I have, I have just boxes of, of money? dumb shit laying around, <laughs> <laughs> and money. Yeah.
1: Nah, it's all good, man. We're we're good. We're good. We are. You know what? When you I'm go serious. through, like, th- I really need to get rid of things. <laughs> when you go John, through, through hard times. Serious. Um, you get stronger because you ratchet shit down. You pull up your uh, your pantyhose, and you get you work that streak, what girl. What are you, you talking work- about? that we should shit. have been
0: talking about five other movies
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right we're out of here thank you guys so much we'll talk to you next time on our big vinegar syndrome extravaganza bye-bye bye bye oh don't tell me you're leaving The party's just begun